You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Good evening, gentlemen. It's nice to see you both today. Bruce, how are you? Healthy and alive. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And we're joined today by, um, well, quite frankly, it's a curveball. We weren't expecting him here, but we're happy to have him. Two days in a row we've had people from the UK. I know I put the call out yesterday saying uh, those that have been guests on this podcast before call me because we need to get you back on. Were you listening on your on your drive back from Scotland tonight or, or what, Ned? How are you? No, I wasn't listening. I do apologize, but I was um, too busy doing a thousand more round trip, just chilling. But batteries are charged. I'm happy. That's I'm glad good. to be on. That's good. I'm I'm glad I'm glad you actually made it. I mean, what'd you say? Thousand, thousand and one miles? Yeah, just over a thousand miles round trip. Just over a yeah. thousand miles. I mean, it's it's incredible you made it back here in one piece. I mean, you, you did all that time on the wrong side of the road. I mean, I'm surprised you you're actually You've able heard about my driving. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I always I always give the uh, the UK guys a hard time about driving <laughs> on the wrong side of the road. It's just good fun. So no, you're uh, you're here, uh, and and we're glad to have you. I honestly I didn't really have a whole lot to to discuss today. We we're going to go over some of the stuff out of the uh, the Rockefeller papers that uh, that we looked over uh, in the last 24 hours. Um, be interesting. But yeah, yeah, that, that'll be interesting. Uh, I'm going to pull that up here in just a second. But uh, let's start with what you wanted to talk about, Ned. What, what do you got? There's also the five to 11 year old authorization from the CDC out of the uh, the U.S. that uh, that's been said or that's been passed on today. So uh, we can discuss that as well. But um, you said there was something else out of the U.S. you wanted to discuss. What was it? Well, it, it's just that I, I like it when they officially um pull papers up after their investigation on COVID and then give you dates and everything. And they actually, to define that everything that was said, supposed, is true. And what do we mean? it's like the labs did exist. Oh, yes. The that, labs yeah, okay. did exist. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, but they've got, the, you know, you wait so long to get it official. So what you, what the problem is, it, 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 the people have got to such a level that they've trusted everybody, trusted what's been said about wet markets and bats and God knows what else that has confused them, uh, even to the point that society and ethics teachers in secondary schools actually repeated that stuff, you know, and, oh, no, the labs are this and that, and now it's official that the lads, labs did exist. There was a problem. I mean, and it, even even before, I mean, they gave an official date, which was COVID-19, December, then they worked out, yes, Possibly November, there was problems. Goes back to officially September. And then when they shut their virus service, took them offline, their service, all the information, they changed the security details. I mean, in the papers, it's been investigated. It's been talked about. And the thing is, everything's in print there. And it's, well, it's, it's like a comedy of errors. But they're there. They've dug it up. They've had the people up against the wall. They've got all these statements out even to the point where the athletes that were there five or six months before in China were actually reporting what you would now call COVID-type symptoms. So you don't even know whether if, if, if it stems back to that. But the thing is, it's so blasé. But what the people have got to understand is you've got governments on a worldwide system that have blatantly gone along and lied to you and stuff like that. And where, who do you trust? So... All the politicians are gone with it. The countries are gone with it. Fine. Does that mean it's over? No, it doesn't. As long as they've got that pandemic umbrella up there, they're using that for something else. Are they still lying? There's no transparency still. This is the question everybody's got to be asking now. Why are they continuing it? Okay, they've come out with this report. Is that like um, a bit of a, hang on, red herring to what you would call what's happening now? So it's hiding what is going on. It's like, Okay, it's happened. And these are really bad guys. No one's going to be hung for it, even though this happened on a worldwide scale. I mean, if anybody died due to a virus that escaped from a lab, remember I said, as long as they cause it a pandemic, by all your laws, nobody can be held accountable. So as soon as they put that 
pandemic umbrella up, nobody could be held accountable. And the scary bit is, why is that pandemic umbrella still up there? I mean, obviously, they haven't finished what they've started. This is common sense. I mean, there's been far too many coincidences, but it's still continuing. And what people have got to do is really start asking questions, blatantly standing up in front of whoever's in power in their country. And literally, if you've got to shout it out, shout it while some form of media is watching or something and say, well, what are the answers? Why is it still going on? Why this? It's, it's incredible. It's incredulous. And the people are just rolling over and playing dead, literally. I mean, people are now, there's, people are still dying. And it's not from the uh, strain alpha, is it? Because no, that is what the vaccine covers. And it's not, doesn't seem to be, and they'll, they'll place the foot at the other strains. But the biggest problem is this vaccine that helps you against alpha, which is no longer a viable problem. It could be triggering your problems against the other strains because that is the way it's designed. And that means, okay, you could say they're dying because of COVID, because you're overreacting to it, but it's because, and a very highly because, you're being vaccinated against alpha and it's just sending your body over the top and you're actually becoming your own worst enemy. And the percentages of people that are getting vaccinated all the time. I mean, I saw something quite interesting out there. And first of all, I thought it was a bit of a joke that somebody that was a director of a funeral parlor in this country called John McLooney. So I checked it out and he does actually exist. Oh, yes. I thought, yeah, Mr. Mr. Looney. Yeah, we, I was going to say yeah. we had a funeral director on yesterday from the UK. And I was, thinking, I was getting ready to say, oh, we did. Yeah, <laughs> I was getting ready to say, are you making reference to the guest we had yesterday? <laughs> no, but, you know, when you see an article and you think you can't make the name up, somebody is having you out here, John McLooney. And then yeah. you find out that he is an actual... He is. Director, and he it's is. Milton Keynes. If anybody yep. want to look it up, if you wanted to Google it and you go, Milton Keynes funeral directors, John McLean, it'll come up. And he actually put out there that he's got a lot of young bodies in his care, as in they're dead, you know, 20s, etc. stuff that have died from various different things that have been vaccinated, and they died after being vaccinated. And it's not just his reports, but they're, they're, they're coming in from all over now. And it just worries me that we've now got a medicinal tool that is actually joined the enemy and the big style. You know, it is just not, it is, we have just got to stop it somehow. You know, I and was, it's just it's ridiculous. It, I, I completely agree. I, I was talking to Bruce uh, offline a couple of days ago and I said, you know, because the, the last time you were on, we played the clip of Dr. Mercola where he said, you know, you've had two administrations buy into it. You've had, uh, the entire legislative body buy into it. The, uh, the whole media is bought into it and nobody knows how to stop it. And you had said the last time you were on Ned, you had said to that situation that he posed, you just stop it. Well, if no one knows how to stop it, if no one wants to step up and stop it, then how do you? And I, I was telling Bruce a couple of days ago, I said, this is what I would do if it were me. OK, let's say that I was a governor of a U.S. state or or, or something. If I was if I was uh, in a position like that in America, if you're the governor of a U.S. state, then you have the National Guard of that state under your direct authority, as well as the state police. They're under your direct authority. I would call a press conference in the middle of the afternoon. And I would have every single media whore outlet up there, you know, all the all the mainstream corporate press sellouts, you know, I'd have every last one of them up there. I'd make sure it was live. I would call in the National Guard. I would bring the head of the National Guard up. I'd bring the head of the state police up and I would order them by executive order to go round up every last COVID-19 vaccine in this state. You confiscate it and you take it to the nearest incineration site and you destroy it by the end of the day. That's how you stop it. Well, yeah. Okay, I agree. That would be the strong point. But you've got to find an interim line. What you'd say was, okay, fine. We remove it, put it into storage, out of the way. Okay, you don't destroy it in case. And have the faith in yourself that you're right and say, in case I'm proven wrong. Because there's one thing I always say to my daughter. Do you know, I would love you to prove me wrong one day. Yeah, I'm sick and tired of being right. And the thing is, take it away, put it there and say, look, if I'm wrong, fine, you can always get it out. But we take a step back, we take a breather, we go, no, no more. Let's see what happens. And it'd be, I'd be quite amazed if the states that carried on with the vaccinations 
continue to have deaths and that your own one, believe it or not, because the virus has changed so many times that you would have actually reached a point where you're owed. The, the thing is, they've got to understand, you, you've been vaccinated. It doesn't stop you getting it. So the chances are it, it's you've had it, even though you've been vaccinated. So your own immune system has jacked up anyway. So just take a breather, step back, say no more. Let's do our own thing and see if where we're at, because it can't be any worse than what it is now. And if everybody's happy with that, six months, and then at six months, if it's good, we'll leave it another six months and so forth and so forth. And we'll do it. And then all of a sudden, you'll be finding, uh, hopefully, other people will pick up the baton. Initially, you're going to get everybody on your back and you've got to be prepared for it. And they'll wave so many carrots. They'll even try and beat you with political sticks. But that doesn't mean they care for the people because if you if they cared for their own, especially the young, that they don't know, they do not know how this is going to run. It has never been, they've only got short-term um, results and stuff at them aren't very nice. We've got no long-term results. Let's take a breather and see what, if there are any. And if we're at a point where nature has got us to a, our own immune system sorted, maybe the vaccine helped against alpha in some way and saved a lot of lives. We, we will never know. The thing is, we will never know. So there's no point being a naysayer. But if it's got to a point where it's becoming a tool that's gone wrong and that pendulum, like most things in human, human nature, you get this brilliant idea where things are bad. So you pull that pendulum back to the center where you've got a balance and stability. And then you've let it go too far. Let's not let it go too far before we reestablish the balance. And pulling back and taking a breather, there's nothing wrong with that. That is just common sense. And what worries me is, is that they've got people to such a point that even with the reports that are coming out and saying, yes, it happened at a lab. Yes, these were the things that went wrong. And it's come out from there. And we need to make, and even in the reports, we need to really ascertain this, that, and whatever. And they've got everything that was picked up and they say, and, but the point is the trust. The trust, people should pick up on it and say, who the hell can we trust? If you can't trust, let's just back off from this. Take a thought. It's the only thing you can do. The only thing you can do is take that breath and find out who you can trust. Well, it's certainly because not the at media. the moment. It's certainly well, not the media. If you, you can't no, trust if the you papers. can only trust yourself. If you only trust yourself, what do you do? You actually make that decision yourself. And that's all yeah. we've always been saying. Give you the information, make a choice. And now you've got the information out there officially saying, yeah, this is where it came from. Banks was playing both sides. He was on the side of the labs, but he was in the World Health Organization committee that went out there. And even they've admitted that they were side railed by him. And then he even put his own report in saying to cover his own back. I think um, I shouldn't work for the WHO anymore because um, I actually have, you know, a bit of a problem here because I'm on the side of the labs as well. So he covered himself there, but he did it to a point where the WHO had already that's, put but a yeah. point of view. Yeah, yeah, it, that's, it, that's it, it pushed it past the point where everything was accepted and was accelerating. Yes, and it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Yes. so he'd done his bitter job. But whatever, I, I yeah. think that I think that Fauci, you, you got to bring him into the I, mix too because that's that that's who they used. That, that's who they, they used Dazic to at, at, at Eco Health Alliance to front that money. The NIH money went through Dazic at Eco Health, so they set up. Dazic to run that, as you said, and he played both sides. Dazic's meant to be the fall guy. That's Fauci's fall oh, yeah. guy, in my opinion. Yeah, but the thing is, Fauci's even the fall guy for somebody because his face has Gates. been out there so, yeah. so much. He's, he's the fall guy for Gates. Once you're that's, a face, that's my guess. once you're a face, you're expendable. We've said this before. If your face is out there and you're willing to run the lie that you know that will eventually come out, I mean, these aren't people that they're not stupid. They've got intelligence just like everybody else. So what you've got to think is, okay, I've run it up to this point. My job's done. Disappears out of the blue. He's done his job, whatever. Fauci now has done his job. His, his, his voice has been kicked around, whatever around. He said answers on both sides of the fence now. He's just, you might as well forget him and see what the next move is. Because I, I find them, I, I firstly, personally find the man disgusting because to actually openly naysay everything and then just keep this lie going for so long must have, must look upon other human beings as nothing. 
It well, just, I mean, uh, that's the problem. I mean, when you're looking upon a, a vast, I mean, when you, it, the numbers are vast. It's a worldwide thing. It's not like um, we've got this outbreak in a hospital or whatever. This was done on the biggest stage they could. So how do you actually, I mean, there was a notice. I had, I was actually, I went into a toilet the other day and I saw this notice. I do go in there quite regularly into toilets, by the way, not just, you know. And the notice was, if you've got a problem, call this, call that, whether it was the Samaritans, whether it was that. And it had a nice little thing at the bottom. Every life is sacred. That's each one. And that's what's lost. It's like when people's, when, when the World Health Organization comes up and goes, well, the risk outweighs it, you know? No, the, the, everybody's somebody's friend or connected to somebody or relative or something. There's going to be misery somewhere. So when you do it to one and then two, three and a hundred or the original was, well, it'll only be about one or two in a million. And you find out that the this is actually the percentages are vastly greater and have been. And now they're still pushing something that is medically proven, like this type of vaccine has in the past been withdrawn because it started killing people because it's based on the same science, because it started when it was designed for a virus. And then a different strain came out, it reacted, it caused bad reactions in individuals, and they were pulled. Now they've got that pandemic umbrella up. I mean, if you were to have any faith in your governments anymore, and you want them to actually do the right thing, just say to them, pull that pandemic umbrella down so there's no excuse for anybody, and let's see how people stand on their own feet. Let's see how the governments respond. Get that down. because. We're not in a pandemic anymore. We've gone past that tipping point. So why is it still up there other than to allow people to have that cover that nobody can be held accountable? I think it's evil. I think it's wrong. I think it's just despicable. But that's my personal point of view. Well, to add in on your Fauci and the elite, what they think of us, uh, Fauci last year lied to the American people repeatedly and admitted that he was lying to them, giving them false numbers to try to encourage people to do the right thing, to try to manipulate them into doing the, the right thing, quote unquote. So he was using falsified numbers to get you to wear a mask or to get vaccinated or social distance uh, because they don't trust you. They don't think you're smart enough to make decisions for yourself. They don't exactly. think uh, don't so they, the truth. You can't handle it. La di da di da. I know. Yeah. I know. I stood up in front of somebody that works for the government and they actually said that. Then, I mean, when do they choose that the public aren't entitled to, to know or they can't handle it? Yeah, there might be an explosion or two and you will get people going off in different directions. But that is choice. That is what everybody's entitled to choice. But yeah. There will be fallout or whatever, but there won't be this darkness of just don't tell them anything. In fact, lie to them blatantly into the point where we've got total control and they'll just act like Muppets later on and just roll over and take anything. I mean, that is just, we've, we've got to get our backbone back and actually just say, well, yeah, enough's enough. Just give us our lives back. Yeah, I mean, and here in the States, data was showing that the American people were... Uh, social distancing, wearing masks, washing their hands more. They were doing all of that before the government even recommended that they do that more. People inherently did what they thought would be right long before the government even jumped in and said to do something. So the people are far more intelligent than the gov government gets them credit for. And to be fair, um, I, I, I don't have a high opinion of the American populace as a whole, but yet I still believe you make your own decisions. You have that freedom and liberty. Like that, that, that's supposed to be a thing uh, yes. here in this, this country. No, everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. If you think about it, I mean, you, you get it. You've like, I went to Scotland and obviously each country has its own local adverts. Now in Scotland, they're still got a tighter rain on everything, wearing masks everywhere and whatever. In Oct on October the 18th, they implemented that if you want to go to any social gathering, including a nightclub or anything, you had to take your vaccination ticket to prove that you'd been double whammied. Otherwise, mm -hmm. you weren't getting in. I mean, that was from October the 18th. Then the next advert says, although, and it says it truthfully, the vaccine does not stop you getting COVID, you should do this, 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 and this. So 
the reins are being kept tight or whatever. So I have this vision of a whole load of people in a nightclub, which are just possibly carriers of COVID because it doesn't stop them getting it. So they've just put them into a into a massive gathering and gone. Whoa, the what pro- can we get out of this now? This the is a bigger Petri here, dish than we've got anywhere. Yeah, the problem here is that it's exactly that. The businesses know, the, the, the venues know. They're like, wait a minute, we can't let unvaccinated people in here, but we can let vaccinated people in and vaccinated people actually carry this and, and can spread it with each other, but we can't let unvaccinated people in here? How does that make any sense? And the government's telling them and the, reg- and the, the health departments are telling them, that's right. But if you open up, then we're going to find you 100,000 euros or whatever it is. You know, I, I say get stuffed. That, that's just me. Well, I can tell Bruce well, is already I can see that I can see the carotid artery in Bruce's neck already starting to like, you know, it, just come it's out. It's incredible but. because the only advice you can give actually is, OK, I haven't got a problem with people who want to be vaccinated. I haven't got a problem with people who don't. That is your choice. The only thing is think about the information you're given and hopefully you'll act on it as you think you should. A lot of people will feel like they're being coerced because they have to to keep jobs and everything like that, which I think is a, a, a terrible thing. Yeah. But one bit of advice, just remember, if you haven't been vaccinated and you're going to these social gatherings and you're one of these people that will probably go and have the LFT test or the PCR test or whatever and go just out of your own ethos, oh, good, I haven't got it. You might be walking into your own nightmare because everybody that's vaccinated in there could have it and you yeah. might be just cutting your own throat by actually doing it right so i i, I wanted to bring this it, up to it, you it's I, madness it's madness it, it absolutely is you're right you'd mentioned there uh when do people get their backbones back i want to play this uh this clip here from talk radio tv in the uk uh this is uh peter cardwell on his show had a caller uh from the uk call and he said this will you be wearing a mask if you're asked to what's happening Pete? i'll tell you what i'm not going to wear one and i'm not going to be locked down anymore either and I, I think I speak for the majority out there of, of, uh, of British people where I think we forget sometimes that the government actually work for us, not the other way around. Yeah, uh, we are the music makers. We are the dreamers of dreams. This if I if I if me and five or six million other people went down to Parliament today, I, I, we could go down there and remove every member of Parliament physically and rem- take them outside. Well, we don't want to do that. We don't want to, we don't no, want to be physically able, removing anybody. No, but listen, Pete. Don't. Well, the point I'm making is, it's not. It's not met, met it, It's not literal. The point I'm making is, is they work for us. Yeah? yeah. We don't want to be locked down anymore. We don't want any more restrictions. We're going to have to live with this mm-hmm. from the very from the very beginning of this situation. The government lockdowns don't work. What they should have done is concentrated on the weak, the vulnerable, and the elderly people that this is actually going to affect. So they got it wrong from the start, Daniel. You think? Well, they should have concentrated on on, on this. This new the flu plus one is going to affect vulnerable people, weak people, people with uh, comorbidities. They're the people that are actually, but not our kids. Don't 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 put, don't try and jab my kids and put masks on my kids or people like me because you've got more than a, under the age of fifty. 400 people drown in Britain every year, much less than that, died of COVID-19. Are we going to shut all the swimming pools down but and you, the, the coast down? You mentioned your kids, Daniel. It is undeniable that, I mean, one in 11 kids were off school last week because of COVID symptoms. They were taken out of school because they had COVID symptoms. Yeah. It's undeniable that children can get COVID. Should we not do things to protect them? What, what, no, what, listen, what, what alternative listen, would you have? No, Pete, listen, my daughter has, has tested positive for having COVID about four days ago. And I'm sorry to hear that. No, don't don't be sorry because there's nothing wrong with her. She's got no symptoms whatsoever. Everyone else has had a test in the house, and we're all negative. I can't I, I can't explain that. But all I know is we can't. We, the government got it wrong. Lockdowns don't work. All you did was destroy viable business. You've you've got people dying of other cancer. Look at that girl. People people in their thirties and twenties and forties dying of cancer. How many lo- more lost years have we seen? Over a million women not having. Um, cervical or breast screening you know it's not it's not acceptable from the very beginning they should have just said if you're vulnerable weak or elderly you need to follow these guidelines everyone else has pretty much got a virtually nil chance of dying why have we been locked away why you know we need to well look at the damage we've done we put over there's over a trillion two trillion pounds worth of debt on our children's futures you know that's without all the other health it's gone too far now and the people have had enough and I can tell you now, we're, I'm not going to. I'm not going to adhere to any guidelines. I'm, I'm not going to do it. And there are there. I tell the bulk of the population feel like me. I've had enough now. Right? 
They work for us. The government work for us, not the other way around. You can't keep telling me what I'm going to do because eventually you'll get revolt. And when, when people like me that have got their own businesses and are successful people, when I feel like revolting yep. and when I feel like going, you know, fighting back, you, you in society you know you've got a problem because people like me shouldn't be doing it, right? Sure. Okay. I've, we, I've had enough now, Pete, and I think it's time that we fought back, told the authorities how we feel, leave us alone, concentrate on the weak, the vulnerable, okay. and the elderly that okay. are actually affected. Everyone else should be left alone. Leave us alone. Thank you, Dan. There you go. Well, I really wish the guy's got the right idea. He's upset, and he's speaking from a point of being upset. I just wish that he actually had done his research just a little bit more so he could actually say that the kids at school, because I've yeah, got there a was child in a yeah. secondary school, yep. that basically, yes, and it all comes down to, if this vaccine was designed, and it was, against Alpha, and there's several other different strains out there, my child, I've given her the choice whether she wants to be vaccinated or not, and she said, no, I'd rather leave it for the moment, Dad, and see what happens. And then several, well, loads of them, lots of the kids at school got vaccinated, some of them didn't. And there was a cold going around just before that. My daughter got a cold, yeah? And basically, she got a cold, and she didn't get vaccinated, and loads of other children got it. All of a sudden, they started coming down with COVID symptoms, whereas they didn't have until they got vaccinated. And Rihanna never got, she got, she said, well, I got cold, and she gets tested because, obviously, um, we got test kits and for schools and things, and she got tested. She could, and I said, yeah, do a test. So we do a test, negative. She's never come up positive. And the thing is, the cold jacks your immune system. The cold is nature's way of jacking your immune system. I've said it before, and it's obviously been researched in the old university, and people, can you look that up? It works against influenza, and it does work against COVID-19 at the early stages. And you can actually introduce the cold virus, and it will kick it. You've got something natural there that's out there that uh, we haven't found the cure for, and I'm so glad we haven't found the cure for, because it ma manages to jack our system and help us. And, and the pharmaceuticals want to kill the common cold virus. It's, uh, yeah, don't, don't let them. But these kids were healthy, and they still are healthy, but they were the showing signs of COVID on tests after they'd had the vaccine. But up to that point, nothing. Now, you tell me how many coincidences have to happen before we actually wake up. Well, I don't, I don't, what is the answer? Well, the answer, I think, is to begin with, at least in the immediate area that I can see, is first and foremost, stop jabbing people. Let's start there. I mean, exactly. with with the numbers that we've seen just out of the VAERS report, just out of the VAERS report, even if even if that is accurate, which I don't believe that it is, I, I really do believe that's one to four percent. That right there, if that was even a, a, a one thousandth of what it is, that should be shut down. All of that should be shut down, but it's not. It's not. It's continuing, and they're they're continuing with their spiral of of just this downward trend of insanity. That's where they're going. Five to eleven year olds now. Why? What for? This this uh, this host here. He says, "Oh, we had uh, five hundred and something. What do you say? Five hundred something kids out of the school last week uh, because of COVID symptoms." Okay, I know somebody right now that has COVID symptoms that doesn't have COVID. It's called the cold. It's it, it's called a, a nasty whatever that goes around. I mean, if we didn't have the fear and the media hype and the government hype and the the, emer the states of emergency and the vaccine passports and everything else, if we didn't have all that stuff in place right now, do you know what people would be saying? Oh, you've got the man flu. You know, you you're, you got some nasty thing that's going around the office or, or whatever it is. That's what it would be. Yes. And I'd be cool. they'll be making jokes like you're a wimp. Yeah. Just get back to work. Off you go. Yeah. yeah. You know. And take some paracetamol. Call, yeah, yeah. Get, take some paracetamol. Let's go. go. Come on, knock it off. Uh, most people, and that, that's why most people had a bad cold. Some people get it worse. Some people get it whatever. But yeah, so what? You go to work. You do things. Whatever. We naturally gave ourselves. I mean, herd immunity. I mean, when were you growing up? I mean, for God's sake, you send all your children. We used to get your children together with their German measles. Yeah, let's get it out of the way. Chicken pox, let's get it out of the way. Everybody met, whether they're at church, whether they're at meetings, wherever, kids, school, whatever. They all managed to sort of cross over and pollinate this thing around. And it's like they say, these viruses that children get, it helps them against these stronger pathogens later on. So in some respects, the ones, I mean, they're, they're annoying. Some of them give you these nasty spots and stuff like that. And a couple of those spots might not even go away if you scratch them. You know, you might leave a nasty scar. But as you I grow still up... Have, 
I still have scars from the chicken pox from when I was a kid. (laughs) I I really do. I mean, some of them were pretty bad. Yeah, they are. But these help you against pathogens later on. And if they start messing around with kids when they're so, they are just going to make them viable for every nasty thing that comes along. And if that's what they want, which, I mean, I'm not a naysayer or whatever, but there's still an ulterior motive going on as long as that pandemic umbrella is up there. As long as they keep doing that and they keep it going, and I've got a funny reason, somewhere between 2025, you know, like we all say right at the beginning, it was going to be a year and a half, and I hope to be proved wrong, and it happened a year and a half, and they knocked the virus, they knocked the vaccine out, but they kept everybody in lockdowns and everything for about a year and a half. It was horrible, but it was proved right. And the other number was you could never truly know what a vaccine's going to do and it's never proven and it usually takes a four and a half year cycle before it's given to the public that four and a half years i tell you what it seems like a horrible number that that umbrella is going to be up there for and there's going to be a hell of a lot of casualties along the way and i really would hate to think what would be the result to the children after that if they are i mean because you've got something that undeniably has caused many different side effects even at this short term and it has the ability to kill it has the ability to create blood clots it has the ability to do all manner of different things why are we pushing it i mean <clears throat> peter um what's his name uh, the guy that was interviewing right he said he was saying he gave the question that should have been answered um kids are off school because of it but the answer is the kids wouldn't have been off school if you hadn't vaccinated them that was the answer and I would like to have seen what he would have said after that. So you're saying the vaccine isn't working. I'm saying it's become counterproductive. And then you could have actually spoke to him. And whether you would have been on air for that long after that would have been interesting. It would have been very interesting because I'd like him to ring me up and ask me yeah. to give an interview. I, would, um, I wouldn't tell him any lies. I wouldn't be horrible to him. But I would like to see if he had the backbone to do it. Just then that'd be interesting. So to to uh, talking about the um, w- what it's going to do to the kids and the long term studies and all that kind of stuff, what information we're going to find. Experts are saying it won't be till 2027 that we know the full scope of what it's doing. And specifically with kids, uh, well, not just kids, but anyone under the age of 30, um, you are six times more likely to have problems just with myocarditis from the va- vaccines than you are to be hospitalized from COVID. And you're more susceptible if you're a bloke as well, I think. Yes. To Uh, uh, myocarditis because it's a heart problem. Exactly. Yeah. So you get, so you'll get that. uh, But I mean, that is no, uh, in itself, I mean, you're taking a risk. I mean, the uh, the open answer is yes, you're taking a risk. You take a risk if you don't take it, you take a risk if you do. If you're feeling happy and healthy at the time, do you take it? So the idea is, do you put yourself at risk if you're healthy? What would everybody normally say to that? What would be the normal answer? You're Absolutely healthy. Not. Would you like to take this drug that might just, small percentage chance, kill you? No, thank small you. Small percentage chance, give you whatever. But it's here to, it's here to save your life. It's safe and effective. Yes. I, why, why, do I, why do I picture the Wild West and somebody going around with a bottle of something saying, yes, this will grow the hair back on your head? Snake oil, like a snake oil, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the the thing is, is when you look at this, and you you're just taking the figure of of six times more likely, just taking that as an example, we'll say that uh, the over okay, so the overall chance of being hospitalized through all age groups is two percent, right? You have a two percent chance to be hospitalized from COVID. Now, it's not that high for thirty and under. For thirty and under, it's it's like one percent or less. But if you even said just 1% chance to be hospitalized, you're six times more likely to have myocarditis, just myocarditis. We're not talking about any kind of paralysis. We're not talking about blood clots or any of the, we're, we're just talking about my, myocarditis. That means you have a 6% chance of being, uh, of having myocarditis versus a 1% chance of being hospitalized from COVID. Now, if you were to give someone that comparison, right? So if you get COVID, um, you're not going to have any of these side effects with the blood clots, myocarditis, all those kind of things. You might be hospitalized with respiratory issues, um, but that, that's only 1% chance. If you give that uh, ultimatum to people, 
they're going to go with COVID every time. They're going to take their chances because even if you get COVID, the, the, the thing is, is you can have family members have COVID and you never come down with it or you have it and your family members never come down with it. It's not a guaranteed chance that you get it. And then even when you do get it, it's it's less than a 1% chance for 30 and under. Oh, yeah. To have I mean, any, any kind of, I mean, you know, hospitalization it's, problems. It's, it's not like we're getting and we're just looking on the internet and stuff for proofs and whatever. It's actually interrelations with people. My daughter had a guitar lesson. The lady that came to do it previously, because there wasn't, the kids had got vaccinated at the school and we'd actually told her, said, look, hasn't test positive. She's test negative, but she's got a cold. But there's a lot of kids off from the school. We go, she said, well, I'll leave it for two weeks. Fine. Hang on a problem with that. That's your right. Okay. What we told her, yes, we didn't have to say anything because my daughter hadn't gone positive. So we left it. And it was very strange. When that lady turned up to give the next lesson, um, she, she gave us a, she said, it's, it's quite strange, actually, because my, my partner has got come down with COVID a while back and had some symptoms, and it seemed to be quite bad, really. And they obviously cohabitate together on all levels, and she didn't get anything. Healthy as anything. Not a problem. And she went, I don't understand this. <laughs> I went, don't worry about it. Just stay healthy. But yeah, you're right. This isn't like something that's going to whoosh through the world like everybody thought, like a fire through a forest. Like everybody was, there was a year of fear and stress and all sorts of stuff, including, I mean, it, it, it ruined people's lives, it ruins people's businesses, it, it just turned everything upside down. And because of that horrible umbrella, no one's going to be held accountable, but people have lost everything. And now you've got those reports coming out saying, oh, yeah. It wasn't a bat. It wasn't a wet market. It wasn't actually come out from a lab. Have we got yeah. to get to the bottom of this? And we've really, really, really got to dig even deeper. But we've got this far and we've got these answers. But as long as that umbrella's up there, if you've lost somebody, question it. Ulterior motives? Did they really have to die? Could it have been on a percentage value any different? Were they healthy? What happened? Just rethink and just, we have got to, We've, we, we, only the people can stop this. Somehow, somewhere, people have just got to, that chap had it right. You've got to get up in the numbers because the only way you can stop a political train is by telling them it's going to hurt you, you're not going to be in power because we're fed up. And that is the only way you do it in Britain and, they'll, and they will move around, whatever. But I think they've got it to such a point where people or the percentage of people that have been vaccinated in the world will quite readily take the boosters and et cetera, et cetera, and this train is running, and they're going to switch tracks, and they're already accelerating down the eco side of it, which is the next agenda and the next money spinner, which will overshadow this, although this will run in the background as a constant, because that's what they've got it. They've got it running. We are very susceptible as a race where... If we do the same habit, habits for a generation or two, it becomes the norm. And that's the way things are, as people say. And that is a seriously bad habit because you lose your individuality and you, you lose the, the will and the purpose to actually have a say. And you just put up with things. It's even worse than what you were saying, though, at the same time, because not only did it come out of a, the wet market or, or excuse me, they claimed it came out of the wet market. And it really came out of the lab. But it's um, also the same people that told you you have to lock down and destroy your businesses, your livelihood, all of that are the same people that funded and um, instituted the research. They're, oh, yeah. It's the same people. And, yeah. and I, I don't understand um, as, as a populace, why haven't more people risen up? and are out protesting they're out looking for foia requests they're out uh hell even i i know there's protections but filing lawsuits i mean at least against the protections themselves and seeing you know how far they can get with that i mean th th there's not really anything in that sense of going on i mean we have a governor here in the united states that pushed policies that killed thousands of people in uh retirement homes and what he's getting away with now He's he's being um, 
charged with misdemeanor. Charges. Well, no, he he's going to be or arrested groping. next week. He he's going to be yeah. arrested next week. Yeah, but for but for the uh, for the nursing home deaths, right? That's what he's going to be arrested for. No, what? for groping. Uh, for groping. What was it? Was she a, re- a reporter or was it a was it the an aide? I, I, I don't know. Something. I don't know. Whatever the case uh, is. is. This this is know. the one about the whole sausage thing. I don't know. I don't think it's the sausage one. I think it's. I think there was one that he supposedly did grope. They're they're arresting um, they're arresting him know. for that, but they're not going to arrest him for killing all of those. Mur- excuse me, murdering all of those old people in your pandemic umbrella. It was his. It was directly his executive order, though. He signed. That, that's it. the problem. Is it's, it, it's it. The protections that are here are for like companies and whatnot for instituting their thing. But as far as the government's concerned, they're not supposed to be protected in this. If you institute something that it results in, I mean, the, at the very least, he should have a few thousand counts of of uh, negligent manslaughter or something. I mean, something like that. Uh, he whether whether or not he intentionally murdered those people that that's going to be difficult to prove um but he should at least have a few thousand charges of manslaughter uh, i mean one charge of man uh, manslaughter is 18 months where do you i mean i mean let's i mean the who yeah the world health organization the risk outweighs come on so what does that say we can lose thousands upon tens of thousands of people but they'll say well it must it saved millions but how do you prove that it saved millions? You can only prove how many people died. Yeah, that- uh, it, it's it, it's the same. Um, it's the same where they were saying the vaccines are like 90 some percent effective. When they were saying that at the time here in the U.S., we had 60 to 70 percent of our population that had already had COVID. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're saying, oh, the vaccines are 90 percent effective. Uh you don't know that because you already had a large swath of the population that had COVID and had immunity. So you don't know. You it, the, the 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 test sample is tainted, if you will. So you, you can't you can't go in and say, oh, the vaccines are super effective. No, you, you can't say that because the trouble the is that went in and got vaccinated. Many of them had already been uh, infected with COVID and gone and got vaccinated. And by the way, some of those people that went in and got vaccinated and had already had COVID had breakthrough cases again. The people that didn't go in and get jabbed, there have been no breakthrough cases. No. The thing is, what we've got to be careful of now, I mean, yes, we, I mean, people should become cynical about everything that's going on. Now they've got reports available for people to see that, yes, this is where it came from. And yes, Everyone's been taking the mick. And yes, you've been lied to and everything like that. Now the people actually really need to question. That's if they're not in a state of, hey, whoa, I don't want to know. I'm just going to get on with my daily life and just leave me alone. I'm okay. Which where a lot of people are at, they're fed up and they'd rather turn a blind eye to it. But people have now got to start to question is, okay, that umbrella's still up there. If the umbrella's still up there, What's the next move? What have they got planned next? Or if there is a they, I mean, because that obviously says conspiracy or whatever, but what is and why is there? So then the only answer to that is once in your life, guys, look into different aspects of who owns what. Yes, Mr. Gates is a face and a very big front man. He's getting on, though, but he is expendable because... He doesn't own all of Microsoft, actually. Quite a lump of that is owned by someone else. And with all these, with all your banks lending people money, I mean, excuse me for being cynical, everything's digital now. Money, as far as I'm concerned, only exists as it is wanted or needed to at the time. Because if a world that can only make so much profit or so much business and it established that level of about 30 to 40 trillion a while ago, and that was mm, probably about 2008, 2009, when there was that supposed recession, which wasn't really one, which causes a lot more hassle than not. And yet, if you looked into the two levels of debt you've already got in this world, that's what you called hard debt and one that sort of, sort of floats around and they are of, they're in the hundreds of trillion. If the world can only make so much and yet the credit and debt is that much it's never going to get paid off it's spiraling out of control and has done so everybody 
or the majority of people live their lives owing stuff. And that's where everybody is. They, the businesses, the banks like to keep them there. COVID has created an enormous amount of debt that people can't pay back. So many businesses have gone out. It's just, in fact, this year has been a catalyst for many, many things. And the biggest thing is, is the divides it's made and it will make in populations, even on the money level, they'll even just do it in the vaccinated and unvaccinated level and those who are entitled and those who are not entitled. Well, that's and only going to go it, on for so long, to be honest. That That's only going to go I, on I, for so long. Yeah, I agree. But it's sooner making later, it, it. It's setting the precedent. Yes, I agree with you. But uh, at the same time, I mean, I, I know people now that are double jabbed that are down and they're very sick. Now, is that a direct result of the jab? I don't know. The data would say, would seem to say so. But as I was saying earlier, you've got businesses here who are being told, okay, you can let only vaccinated people in or we're going to fine you uh, if you let non-vaccinated people in and you don't test them and you know have them go through that whole rigmarole and everything else. And you can only fill your business to a certain percentage of, uh, of a capacity. But again, this this also ties into what I said many, many months ago. I said, okay, if you're a business... And you follow these guidelines that they're telling you, if you don't ignore them, if you implement these things, you're going to go bankrupt if you put vaccine passports in. And that's exactly what will happen in the UK, too. Mm -hmm. we're, we're fighting an asymmetric warfare. This is on several fronts. So we're being sanctioned as the unvaccinated. The businesses are being sanctioned because they're not allowed to let vaccinated people in. And then at the same time, the businesses are in a jackpot. They want you to take the bailout money that's set at an interest rate that you can never pay back. On top of that, they're crippling the supply line that they'll they'll bankrupt your business with. And the people that you're allowing in your business, the people you're keeping out of is the money that the people are going to spend to keep you in business. The ones you're letting in are the ones that are not going to be around. So they can create um, a two-tiered system, but it's all built on idiots and lies. Yep. And then you look into, you just got a, you don't have to shift many rocks to find out the advice people. I mean, I get sick and tired of seeing the name BlackRock Finance turning up in here, there, and everywhere. Including... Do you know what BlackRock is? I'll tell you what BlackRock is. BlackRock is the, the militant wing of the central banks. That's what BlackRock yeah. is. Yes. I'm sick and tired of seeing it turn up here, there, and everywhere. It, it's just, and it's, and I'm just wondering whether that is another disposable front. But, the point is, they stopped countries printing money if they didn't have the gold reserves. And now the central banks are printing money and just letting every country in this world go into debt. And it's all the debt is owned centrally by a few. They hold every ticket that everybody else has gone into. As the countries spiral out of control and whatever, Somebody just owes the I.O. They've got a suitcase of I.O.U. tickets, if not a warehouse full by now. And every country just about owes the few. And it, it's just ridiculous. It is just ridiculous. If nothing, if, if nothing happens, what they should do with what they used to do to some of the money owed by the third world countries is write it off. Wouldn't that be nice, wouldn't it? If the debt was written off for a year, that would be beautiful. That should put everything back on the We'll have a um, we'll have COVID that will catalyst everything up, and then we'll have a year where we write people's debt off. I think I know which one would be the happier one. Yeah, I, I honestly I think that they should zero everything out, and they should uh, they should dissolve these central banks. Uh, as you said, I mean they're they're not the solution in this. They're the ones that are the problem. They're the ones that have created this problem, uh, and they're continuing to create this problem. You said that Gates is yep. a front man. I believe Gates. Uh, I I completely concur with I you. I think Gates is a front man, but he's a front I man don't for think the he owns. I don't think he actually owns the majority sharehold of Microsoft anymore. Does no, he, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, exactly. So he's just a face. And it's like before, his face has popped up far too often and he's expendable. Our Mr. Gates, because he's established himself as what some people think as a bit of a guru and a bit of an intelligent man, he is actually not being very clever. And he's just a, another puppet now. He's, and yet he is buying up land and everything else as whatever. If only people could actually see what was going on quietly, they'll find out where they're going to end up. He but took an audience. Yeah, he took an audience the other night. Uh, he was at Windsor Castle shaking hands with uh, Her Majesty and uh, Charles and uh, a few other people. 
Uh, I didn't know if you were aware of that or not, but uh, that's where he was. After he had a meeting with uh, Boris Johnson down at number 10, along with the CEO of J.P. Morgan, Jamie Diamond, and 20 other business executives. Uh, so after that dinner, they all toddled on over to Windsor Castle and they met with the royal family and they schmoozed and were served champagne and caviar by the masked up staff all night. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a shame, really. It is. It is. But, I mean, you had people that but were... The, in. Yeah, go ahead. He actually shows you how deep it runs. And that's the problem. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Queen. She's awesome. She has done an amazing thing. There's always been one or two in the family that have not come up to par and whatever. But biggest problem is we are living in a world now where there is a lot of power that is openly being shown by especially by the big social media things where they can just turn a blind eye and give it, yeah. We live in a world of denial where they'll say, yeah, no, whatever, yeah, okay, I've got enough greenbacks here to, I'll do what I want. I will deny things as whatever. I have got a warehouse of people that will keep this going endlessly for a period of time and they don't care. The corporate businesses are on such a mega size now and in such a closed group of people that I'd say 99%, 99-point-whatever percent of the population of the world are probably looked upon as small people. And that's not quite right, is it? No, it's not. Bruce, you uh, you want to jump in there? Before? Sorry, I got on a uh, side trail looking at who has the major stake in Microsoft now. I, th kind of I think if you looked amongst, um, if you followed the trail from uh, Soros and BlackRock and everyone like that, you'll probably find out BlackRock Finance via somebody else has got the major holding in it. Uh, the major hold is Vanguard, who Vanguard. is the second then, behind BlackRock. Uh -huh. I was yep. going to say, that's just as bad as BlackRock. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So you, you look in the same listing as BlackRock and you'll find them, because I did. Yeah, it's Vanguard. Yeah. And you find out that they're all linked together via the central banks and everything. And basically, yeah, there's major holdings and just about all oh, there's oh, it's, the information is there and it's available. But when you um, put the lines together of who financed, say, if, if you wanted to start with finance of the labs and then you want to find how the people were connected in whatever company and you come out from there, even as a starting point, you will end up going back to the same group time and time again. And it's not very nice. It doesn't create a, a nice picture, but it just to happen for a, something to happen once. Okay. Twice. Yeah. Big business is big. Three, four, five, but to continually happen, the coincidence just runs out the window and it then becomes manipulation. And then you want to try and find out what, where, and why. And well, the majority of people don't want to know. They don't want to know and they don't care. And until it comes close to home and it becomes too late, especially if it becomes due to somebody illness or death, you don't want it to get that far. You want that's something you want to avoid because as much as they they play the card against humanity that they only live for so long and they can be manipulated once we get one or two generations going down this road. Just remember, you do have a short life if it's even if it's only a hundred years if you're lucky. So. Yeah, fight for every breath you got. Yeah, you're worth it. Everyone's worth it. Every single life on this planet is worth it. Not until you actually r realize that and start fighting and standing up like that will will anything get done. Because at the moment, it feels like everybody wants to roll over and play dead and just see what comes out. Well, hopefully it's not too late. Well, isn't that what you were told by a, a certain politician that you went to see last year? Yeah, well, the people don't want to know. Yeah. They want to, don't want to know. But the trouble know. is, <laughs> it's... It was. It's in a way. It's quite prophetic, isn't it? That that prophecy of people don't want to know. I would like them to prove. Yep. Yeah, it's not. But people are entitled to know, whether it's scary or not. The truth about something this big. But they've actually just proven that they can like their heads off. Then come out with a report two years later. Now is it? It's about two years later now, really, because it's October, and it's at least then. Two years later, saying, yeah, we've done it. Okay. And you haven't really heard a whimper about it after that. The report's out there. Is anybody saying anything? It's still continuing down the same line. Still continuing down the same line. So, yeah, okay. Anything else you want to oh, talk about? Who, me? Yeah, you. 
We don't get you on that often. I mean, that's. That, Ooh, I'm actually. I had a I'm nice actually glad. Beer in Scotland. I had a nice pint of beer in Scotland. Did you have a nice pint? Of, <laughs> did, were you allowed to have one? Yes. I understand there were. It's my understanding there's COVID passports anywhere up there. Ah, uh, not everywhere. Not everywhere. Yeah, a couple of back alley places. Is that where you went? No, 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 no. There are still common sense places up there, okay. and uh, as much as anything else, you could. I mean, yeah, they have a bit, they have common sense. You don't have to sit down and try and pass your food through a mouthpiece. Um, you do go, you can go up, order your stuff, sit down or whatever. But yeah, Fine Ale, Fine Ale, it was called Fine, Lock Fine. Lock Fine has got um, a brewery and the beer's quite nice, actually, real ale. Did you see the Loch Ness Monster while you were up there? I didn't go up to Nessie. No? Okay. No, no, that's a, that's a bit further up. Uh -huh. I didn't. That would have added a few more miles. A few more miles. A thousand. Yeah. A thousand was uh -huh. enough. Did you have a nice yeah. plate of haggis while you were there? Oh, actually, I had part of a chicken stuffed with a haggis. Really? Okay. Yeah, it was lovely. I've uh, I've got a I've got a That's friend. From, yeah, I've got a friend from Scotland. He swears by haggis. He's like, oh, you don't know what you're missing. I'm like, yes, I do. I'm not not interested. <laughs> no, no, haggis is lovely. Haggis is really nice. It is. Believe me, Johnny. Well, I suppose it's like. Marmite, you either love it or hate it. Yeah, it's that. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's it's one or the other. Uh, but like I said, we don't get you that often, and uh, that's that's why I'm glad that uh, you and Bruce had majority of the conversation today. I mean, I sit up here and I talk all the time, so it's it's nice when uh, when you come on. It means I don't have to talk so much. Well, it's it's not that. I, I mean, I've been away, and I'm, uh, I was waiting for a report to come out, and it just slapped me in the face, and I was away, and I just had a look at it, and I thought it, it's ridiculous. And I, I what. I I have to apologize to anybody that's listening. I feel like I, if it feels a bit dark at the moment, but it's there's always hope and it's up to us. It's up to everybody. Make your choices. You won't be thought of worse by one or the other. And don't think of worse of anybody that does make a choice. Whether it's not the choice that you made, whether it's not the choice that I made or anybody else made, just let them have that choice. And that is where it's got to start. Uh, because it seems like we're split into two different types and that's what they want us to be. Those that have done whatever and those that haven't. And it's like they want this big divide so people are showering each other. And as long as that goes on, some other ulterior motive can get on. The people have got to get on with each other. Okay, if your neighbour hasn't been vaccinated, fine. If they have been vaccinated, fine. Personal choice. Medically wise... It's up to you to find out whether you think you're worse off than one than the other. But that's up to you to find out. But don't go around calling each other names. There's no point because somewhere along the line, you've got to remember you're a neighbor. And if your neighbor gets into trouble, you're supposed to help them, irrespective of who or what they are or what they've really done, as long as it's not, you know, murderous or whatever, you know, despicable that way. But if it's simple choices and they do get into a problem, you might be the one that'll be able to step in and help them. And that's simplicity. Choice, get on with each other. Let's just get back to the way it was. Don't let the idiots that started this ball rolling ruin what we had. Uh, it's it's always great to get your perspective <laughs> when you come on. Uh, I really enjoy the conversation. Uh, I, I love hearing your take on things. It's genuinely nice to... Um, to actually give uh, a side of things. Yes, we talk about some some dark stuff, but you know what? There is hope to pull through this. And, and quite frankly, uh, our guest yesterday said the same thing. We're thinking that they're pretty much, they're, they're, they're spread too thin on all these fronts that they're trying to work. Uh, and, and Bruce has even presented a point yesterday on that as well. Uh, they're going to find going forward that this is going to be a lot more difficult, I think, because uh, as they're continuing to do this split, well, I think they're going to split even that split because... You've got the the double jab people now that are now being told, oh, I'm sorry, uh, your your vaccination is no longer valid because you don't have a booster. Yeah, I'll say. So uh, yeah. that that's going to be fun. That that's going to be really fun because uh, the people now now there are some that will go back and get it. Hell, I know some people that have already gotten it, but uh, th there are a major. I mean, I know of some that have already gotten it. Uh, obviously, nobody directly. I, I've heard of people that know people uh, secondhand information. But uh, as far as uh, anything else, uh, taking a, a third one to the people that I know directly immediately. They're not interested, uh, and and they don't uh, they don't want anything else to do with this. They they consider this all this stuff to be over with. So yeah, it's uh, as you said, the umbrella is there, but why hasn't it been lifted? They quietly ended the state of emergency here last week, 
and they said, no, there's no more pandemic. If you flip on the TV, it's almost non-existent. But yet all of the restrictions are still in place. Why? It's incredible, isn't it? It's, it's double standards all the way yeah. and with no explanation. And that's yeah. the problem. There's no explanation. Well, I think it's just simply this. Uh, the banks are trying to do uh, a couple of things. One, they're trying to remain, con- remain in control and they're trying to remain relevant. Two... Uh, I believe that they are in the process of regulating the economies. They can't open these economies, right? Take take the pandemic out of it. That's just something that's put there to just scare everybody and, and, and everything else. But they're trying to regulate the economies. They need to control the regulation and the flow of money, because if not, the inflation is going to get out of control. And quite frankly, the inflation is already out of control. Inflation in Germany hit 23% this morning. That's the highest level in 28 years, okay? The United States... Let me, let me just give you an idea of what the United States is dealing with. The United States right now is at a 153% debt to GDP ratio. Oh, yes. The face you just made, Ned. That's what I made as soon as I saw that. Just to give you an idea, the hyperinflation period of Weimar Republic Germany, the debt to GDP ratio was 121%. Oh, and you question. ask. Yeah, go ahead. How much is, um Bruce, how much is a uh, liter of diesel? In your state, I would have to calculate it because we we go by gallons it's a, here. It's a quarter okay. gallon. Well, no, tell me, gallon. tell me, gallon. Quarter no, gallon. tell me, gallon. Tell me, gallon, because it's four point five liters. I can work it out. Let me How see much? what the price is. I, I don't know what the price is for. Diesel. Let me let me look real quick. Because here you go, traveling up, obviously. U.S. doesn't have diesel cars. Just so you know. Uh, okay then. So if I took ten pence off a liter, it'll be the equivalent of petrol in this country. Okay. So tell me. Gasoline or whatever you call it. Well, diesel is three three dollars five. So uh, three dollars five a gallon. A gallon, yeah, three dollars fifty cents a gallon. Okay, so it was. I think the worst I saw going up the road was one pound sixty eight per liter. That's what I paid today for petrol. Yeah, normal sixty eight per liter. That's a pound. Per liter. Okay, I paid so a euro, if, excuse me, which so there's not that much. Yeah, not, there's like 30 so, cents off or something. Yeah, so if you um, times that by four and a half, that'll be how much per gallon. And then we get, what, one and a half dollars to the pound. And you think about massive difference there. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, it's $2 if you want to use, we use gasoline for our cars. Uh, yeah. It's for, for the, the low end, it looks like it's about, uh, we'll say about, 275. And how much was it a year ago? Last year, good that. question. Well, before COVID, before COVID, or no, before Biden, sorry. Well, that's before what I should Biden. have said. Before Biden. Uh, before Biden, it was it was cheaper. Yeah, it was it was cheaper. <laughs> yes, massively um, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, comparing, uh, for example, uh, California is hit really hard by this kind of stuff because their extra taxes and stuff, they, they throw in on there. For the premium, it was eight a little over $8 a gallon and for just the the lowest quality it was um about 750. But I mean percentage wise that must have nearly doubled since Biden's been in, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I mean Yeah, that one was double. The seems the seems to be certain faces, I mean like Bill Gates, Biden's whatever, which are there and funny enough, they're of a certain age, they're expendable, they haven't got anything <laughs> I don't know whether it's to live for or they've agreed to actually just be that face of something that needs to be pushed. Because I cannot understand from a point of view that outside of your country, how somebody could be so destructive to their own country, because that is what he is. He is being destructive. I mean, I don't get it. I don't understand how a political situation can allow that. And it's happening. And it is just incredible. I mean, I feel sorry for you guys. Um, well, they have a Build Back Better plan. Uh, that's why they're doing it. They, yeah. yeah, that Build yeah. Back Better plan just uh, just got much? placed on the desk. Yeah, it's it just got placed on the desk. It's uh, it's literally, um, well, whatever it is, it's 50% of it's going to go to that Green New Deal garbage, and 4 billion <sighs> of it is going to go to China. Uh, but yeah, it, it's get, 50% of it's going to the Green New Deal. It's not going to build a single road, by the way. And then four billion of it is going to China for electric vehicle charging deployment. Oh, excellent. The the thing is though is the 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 problem with that bill is not okay. The spending is a problem. Don't get me wrong, that is a problem. The greater problem is the infrastructure, the the systems that it starts creating 
in the background that's going to be far more dangerous than the inflation that's coming. We spent what what is it seven trillion dollars last year on COVID stuff? Yeah, um, nine. They're, 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 yeah, you know, seven seven's being conservative. The bill money. that they're pushing is a lot of money again, three and a half trillion, which I think they scrapped that part. But 1. it's the 7. other inner workings of it. Yeah, one point seven. It's the other inner workings that are that are far more dangerous. Uh, they're they're they've stopped the oil uh, oil drilling. Uh, both in Alaska and the pipelines. They're wanting to stop oil drilling across the U.S. Um, they're wanting to uh, push for 30% more of the lands of the states to be taken over by federal government and preserved um, wow. and not allowing any kind of farming not allowing any kind of drilling, any of that. Um, they're, so basically, they're wanting to take away more land from the states, which the federal the the uh, Supreme Court has ruled multiple times now that the federal government is to give that land back to the states. It it's owned by the states, uh, and it has yet to be done. Um, so yeah, it, the the stuff that's coming that they're uh, instituting is is it's going to be a fun ride. So basically, so, your government that's in power at the moment are trying to give the federal government control over everything whereas they were only there to enforce stuff that actually got out of control, whereas they're trying to give them everything yeah, the, and, this take, is, and this take is, power away from the state. Yeah, this is Woodrow Wilson 2.0. I mean, that's, that's basically what this is. It's, it's to complete the work that he started and didn't finish. Oh, because those independents give your people a voice, and they're trying to take the voice away from the people. Which, yeah, because they know better. Which seems to actually fit the picture worldwide, actually. Because they know what's better. <sighs> they know what's best for you. Of course they do. They they have to they have to direct society for the greater good. I guess we can go ahead and call this one done. Uh, I really don't uh, really don't have anything else. Kind of late where I'm at, uh, so we're gonna have to gonna have to wrap this up. But uh, Ned, thanks for coming on today. Uh, it's been a real pleasure. I, I appreciate your take, and <laughs> I, I said that about a half an hour ago, but uh, I'll say it again. I appreciate your. Uh, I'm your take sorry. And... I'm sorry. I, I, I'll no, you're good. Then, but... You're good. You're good. We don't get you on that often, so uh, you know the longer ones I, I'm actually okay with because uh, we, uh, we we don't get you here that often. If we if we had you here every day, I'd have been an hour ago. I'd have been like, all right, fellas, let's pack it in. You know, it's, it's time to go. But uh, no, we we actually don't get you that often, and I'm sure that you're probably tired after driving all that way. No, nah, no. Nah. Charge your batteries on flying. Charge your batteries. You, you went to a charging station on your way back for your electric car. Yeah, I had a sleep last night. I was fine. I stopped off at Penrith and had a, had a kip. Uh -huh. That was me. I knew I was going to finally get down here to have a word. So okay. Well, like I said, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't expecting you. I was. We were just. We were actually just uh, finishing our uh, our planning and uh, and prepping, and then you you popped in. I'm like, hey, all right, good. I can throw all that stuff out the window. I don't need that anymore. Yeah, because he won't stop talking. Right, right. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to cut this with uh, any fancy outros or anything like that. Um, so I want to thank you guys for being here today. I want to thank all of the listeners. Everyone have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday. If you're listening to us on Monday, have a great evening, and we will see you tomorrow.